Two down in the ninth. Bumgarner thrown. Robinson waits. Here comes the pitch. High drive. Are you ready to talk baseball? Well, step up to the plate. You're listening to Passion for the Pastime. And here's your host, Walter. Hey, how's it going, baseball fans? And welcome back to another episode of the podcast. Hope you all have been doing well, staying healthy, being safe, and just enjoying the time that we have. There's been a lot of things actually going on since the last time we spoke, so we're going to fill you in on all that. We have a new players champion, the first inaugural uh, Players League have now come to an end, and we have a champion to crown. Talk to you guys about that a little bit. And then we also have the finals of the Dream Bracket that uh, came to fruition. We're going to talk to uh, talk to you about who won that, and it wasn't really in question. I mean, when you think about the franchise of all the years and the World Series championships, well, we'll still we'll still acknowledge who won the Dream Bracket and uh, how what it came down to. But we have a lot of news. I mean, there's been speculation in the news recently about baseball coming back as far as a time a time frame. Uh, it's getting a little bit clearer, but we still don't know. It's still all up in the air. Uh, but things are starting to move closer a little bit to where we can get a little bit of sports coming back into our lives. So we'll talk about everything uh, that's going on with all these developments. So, uh, you know, hopefully everyone is being safe, staying healthy, like I said, because that is number one. I mean, we are missing our sports. We're missing going to work. At least some of us are. And, you know, we want things to get back to normal, but we have to be patient. You can't force this thing because if if you force it, we're going to put ourselves in the worst situation that we're already in. And it's just it's just gonna be bad. So you just gotta hold on, uh, keep holding on. To quote one of my one of my buddies out there, <laughs> if he's listening, he knows exactly what I'm talking about. But uh, but yeah. So looking forward into you know moving past all of this, we're gonna talk about it. But sports is getting back into uh, a, a, a new normal, I guess. I mean, we have NASCAR that's going to be starting up on the 17th, and I've never watched NASCAR before. Uh, I have been playing a lot of F1 on the Xbox uh, with uh, tons of people, and it's actually pretty exciting. I know that's not NASCAR. I know it's it's totally different, uh, but racing anyway. I mean, I've always been into cars, into racing, stuff like that. I always watch Street Outlaws, all those uh all those drag races, they're really cool. Again, obviously, I know that's not NASCAR. But NASCAR is coming back, and it's going to be back on May 17th. You know, we'll have to see how that all goes. I mean, they're going to be racing in empty stadiums, I guess, empty tracks. So uh, we're going to see all of that, how that comes into play. And then we also have UFC that will be uh, happening this weekend which, you know, it, it's it's all, everything is coming back into, you know, the forefront, but it's not in front of fans. And unfortunately, you know, I just want to keep it real with you guys. I don't think that we're going to see fans in attendance of sporting events, possibly until maybe football season, and that's even a maybe. Uh, that's, that's a real maybe, actually. I mean, you're talking about basketball. 
I don't think you're going to see that. I mean, they're talking about bringing in, um, you know, going back to their operations with guidelines and stuff like that, only allowing four people minimum uh, in their facilities at a time. So, I mean, all these stipulations, they're all going to have, every single league is going to have to go into their own routine, uh, their own, you know, guidelines, so to speak. But they're all kind of going to be following the same guidelines. I mean, obviously there's going to be tweaks and things for their own individual leagues and stuff like that. But uh, you're not going to see fans, I don't think, for for quite a while. So um, you just got to get used to it. I mean, unfortunately, it is the new normal. And you just got to adjust. I mean, that's kind of the the art of survival. The, the You know, you have to just kind of learn and adapt to your environment and just keep moving forward and don't sit too negatively on uh, the, the negatives. I mean, you got to stay positive. You got to keep that positive mindset. I know that's harder for, for some. And, uh, you know, it, it's hard for me sometimes too to stay positive in uh, such a negative time. But if you let the negative thoughts get to your head, it's going to, it's going to go really bad. So uh, just try to stay positive, you know, keep yourself busy and there's tons of things to do. I mean, all these things that were going on in baseball with the Players League. I mean, it was very entertaining. The first inaugural season of the Players League came to an end. And we had uh, two guys in the AL, two young pitchers, actually going against each other in the final um, with Blake Snell and Lucas Giolito. Now, uh, Blake Snell representing the Tampa Bay Rays and Lucas Giolito uh, representing the Chicago White Sox. You know, they went to the final, and the champion was crowned for the first year, first season of the MLB Players League. Now, I, I I wonder, because they've asked a lot of players on interviews, would you want to do this again? And a lot of them have said yes. Obviously, the ones that only won two or three games, they're not going to want to come back and compete. So you're going to have to look for someone else to represent those teams. Uh, Eduardo Rodriguez, he is not coming back to represent the Boston Red Sox. I'll tell you that right now. He did not have a good uh, Players League uh, inaugural season. He did not, and, and I think that he just, like, ghosted towards the end because if you, if you only won two or three games, what's the point of playing? I mean, come on, man. Yeah, Just be like, yep, just send my game. You can go ahead and get the dub. I'm not going to waste my time and embarrass myself, um, especially because everybody's watching. So, uh, you know, that that's going to be – the people are going to mess with him quite a, quite a bit. Uh, when, when it all gets back to normal and they're in the locker room, I, I could, I could already see that happening. Um, but you know, with, with the players league, it's, it's interesting because these leagues happen. I mean, this started what, maybe three, three and a half weeks ago, four weeks ago. And now we have a champion. So if we're still going to be without live sports, I mean, like I said, NASCAR is going to come back. NBA is trying to filter in a little bit, uh, UFC this weekend, and, you know, if we're still trying to fill the void of baseball, you know, for your own brand, it'd be really um, beneficial, I think, for baseball to continue to have these players leagues so long as the players want to participate. I mean, it's been really exciting watching these guys on live streams on Twitch. What I would say, too, is that I enjoyed it actually watching it on ESPN and on TV. I mean, clearly... You can download the app if you have a smart TV. You can download the app and watch it on Twitch on your TV like I have been doing uh, for, you know, the, the duration of the tournament. I've been watching it on, on TV. Or you can watch it on your on your tablet or mobile device, 
right? But uh, it was it was just a little different feel when you have it, you know, down down in your living room on the big screen. It's a different feel, right? It feels like you're actually watching and participating in a sporting event. Uh, the one thing that I will say is I I didn't really like the interference of commentators. Uh, you know, with, with the with the playoff bracket with the players' league. That's my only, and, and this is me just getting nitpicky. I, I, you know, I'm 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 uh we're in quarantine and we have very little to to watch and look at. And uh, yes, we still find something to complain about. I, I, yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but I just gotta say, you know, when they throw in the commentators and they're and they're in there and they're asking these guys questions while they're competing, I don't know about you guys. And for those of you that are gamers, definitely chime in on this uh, in the comments and talk to me, you know, on social media. Open this conversation. When you guys are playing a game, I don't know about you, but I do not like to be bothered. I, I, just, I don't like to have the conversation. Obviously, if I'm talking smack, that's a whole different level because I'm competing and I'm trying to get into my competitor's head. It's completely different. But when you have someone else that isn't in the game with you having ask questions and talk to you constantly it could be pretty annoying and and it's it's like you're trying to uh one enjoy your experience because you kind of immerse yourself in that world in that position and and then also you're trying to focus you're trying to compete man i i don't know about you guys i'm very competitive i'm very competitive uh you know i would probably say i have the competitive drive of michael jordan minus all of the uh all of the skill <laughs> you know, I have the I have the competitive drive. I want to compete and I want to win every single time, but obviously I can't because I'm I'm not Michael Jordan. But I would say that I'm very competitive. I mean, when it comes to man, when I'm playing Monopoly, you know, board games, it's very competitive. I remember uh I was putting together a puzzle, obviously quarantine activities. I was putting together a puzzle with my family and it got down to the last uh the last couple of pieces on the puzzle and we were all kind of scrambling like, and I think it's not just me. It's, it's my family, right? Like when, when I play games with my family, uh, when we play Uno or we play sequence or ga games like that, man, it gets competitive to where some of us are cheating. Like my uncle was straight up cheating. I'll tell you guys straight up right there. I got, <laughs> if you're not cheating, if you're not trying to cheat to win, I mean, hey, it is what it is. You know, you you got you're not you're not trying if you're not cheating. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to the Houston Astros for that one. But but uh, but yeah. So I mean, when you're when you're, I'm just very competitive, and that's I kind of get that from my family. Like I said, going back to this puzzle, puzzles are not competitive whatsoever. Why do we all scramble? And why are we trying to find more pieces than the other to kind of finish your side and all that kind? I don't know. I, I really don't. I don't know what started it. Maybe we just got all anxious uh, to finish the puzzle because we were working on it for a damn like three days. So we took way longer than it was supposed to. But, uh, you know, for me, I grabbed like two pieces. I was like, I'm going to be the last one to put in this piece. I'm, I'm going to be I'm going to be that dude. Like, I'm going to finish this puzzle. You know, what I mean? <laughs> so I was kind of, you know, a basketball move. I was holding on to the ball. until the clock ran out. Like, that's that's my uh, I don't know, man. That's my competitive drive. Obviously, it's a puzzle. Nothing competitive about a puzzle at all. Um, but hey, it is what it is. So 
when the commentators on the Players League, because that's what we were talking about at the beginning of this conversation, the commentators on the Players League, I mean, when they're talking to the players, yeah, if it's in between innings, okay, I get it. But don't don't ask them questions about, you know, your first at bat and how did you feel last year and all that kind of don't ask them those questions when they're when they're when they're fighting for, you know, uh supremacy, you know, in a playoff game. Obviously there it's it's a video game. I get it. Not a lot of importance, but I want to see these guys compete. I don't want to hear you asking them questions. Ask it before the game, ask it after the game, ask it in between innings, all that kind of stuff when it's appropriate. Don't be asking it when it's two outs with the thir- in the third inning because they only went three innings. Two outs in pretty much the bottom of the ninth with bases loaded. Don't don't go ask them a question. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's that's my only complaint about it. I really that's my pet peeve. Uh, when people try to bother you, uh, when you're trying to do something, uh, it, it's it's it gets it's really annoying. <laughs> I just, I'm gonna go out and say that right there. But um, going back into the players' league, you know, other than that, it was very entertaining. I enjoyed it. Uh, the whole thing about watching players compete uh in video games watching them you know i really had the old school mindset to where you know if i if i want to watch a game or you know enjoy a video game or something like that why am i going to watch someone do it for me why don't i just do it myself and i've had this conversation actually uh with a buddy of mine jesse he's he's on the podcast every so often we've had this conversation before um and go ahead and check out his podcast where we recently had uh had the the conversation there. It's a, it's the bite cast. I believe it's on Pod Podbean. Um, but yeah, we had the conversation about you know when w- the same thing with gaming, watching gamers compete. Obviously, these guys in gaming leagues and esports, all that kind of stuff, they're more competitive they're more skilled than what you are it's essentially the same thing i can't go out there and swing at a 95 mile an hour fastball i mean i can but i'll look silly i'll I'll swing myself into the dirt but you know i have no problem with watching those guys compete at that level it's the same thing it's it's the same thing so i kind of got away from that old school mentality to where well if i don't want to watch these guys do it i'm gonna do it myself it was actually pretty entertaining to watch other people do it. Um, and, you know, being that these are athletes, it was just a different feel. You were able to really uh, connect with them. I mean, if you're sitting in the chat and you're and you're chatting and then one of the players comments on a question or a comment that you mentioned, I mean, then you feel like you have that connection. So uh, it was a very different feel of different atmosphere for these players that I really enjoyed. So... I hope that they bring back a second season uh, because, you know, Blake Snell, he's the champion. He won the Champions League. He swept Lucas Giolito in the best of five series, swept all three games um, to, to start that series. So it was over quickly. Uh, but Blake Snell is the champion of the Players League. I wasn't really surprised. He had the best record out of all of the uh, competitors in this first season. I want to see him defend it. I want to see uh, more follow-up. I want to see more of this action going on. So if they open up another Players League, I'll definitely let you guys know and let you guys know where to watch it. But it's all on Twitch. 
Uh, and hopefully they'll start putting it more on TV. So a lot of you that aren't tech savvy, you could just turn on ESPN and watch it on there. FS1, watch it on there. So uh, it was really cool. And then, so that was the end of the Players Championship, Players League, MLB The Show. Now another bracket that was started, it was the dream bracket on Out of the Park Baseball, which talk about gaming man that that's a game that i've actually i i purchased and i started playing it's on pc and if you guys have a pc and have the capability i would highly recommend if you are into baseball and you like it really in depth like i do uh out of the park baseball is actually pretty cool it's a simulation type game you don't have a lot of control over it but you can set the lineups you can make trades you can cut people you can uh, manage your minor league system all that kind of stuff. I just hired like some some hitting coaches for for rookie ball. You know, you know what I mean. Like it's really in depth, and it's really exciting. Like for me, and I might actually put out some content later. Uh, I'll, I'll be I'll be actually doing some play by play while I'm watching these simulations because it goes by um, and it's season by season. So like right now, I'm I'm in my first homestand with the Giants. And it's, you know, we just had opening day. We're, we're back in, in April. I'm time traveling here. We're back in April. And I have yet to win a damn game against the Dodgers, man. The Dodgers have started the season 8-0. and And I got swept in L.A., went to, went to Arizona, swept them. So came back, was playing pretty good. Uh, 500 going into opening day for the home opener for the Giants. And lost back-to-back games. Uh, to start that series, and it was brutal, very brutal losses, uh, both in extra innings. It, it was it was terrible, man. It, it, it's it's still you know it's a simulation, but they still uh, have the you still have the emotions of losing those close games. It's it's really entertaining. So uh, for your entertainment, I might actually go ahead and put out some some live streams or pre-record some of these, put some video together. And put out some more some uh, some more stuff for you guys to watch. So uh, I I like doing it. So if you guys wanna wanna listen to it, just let me know in the comments, and I'll and I'll make it I'll make it happen. So I do all this for you guys. So um, going back to out of the park baseball, they had a simulation with uh, DraftKings uh, sponsored by DraftKings, and it was the dream bracket. Now if you guys don't remember what the dream bracket was, pretty much what it was is it was a it was a a bracket. Com- compiled of your franchise and their best players. So, I mean, you go back to the Mariners, you have Randy Johnson on the team, you got Edgar Martinez, you got Ken Griffey Jr. You go to the Reds, uh, who were in the final, you have uh, Johnny Bench, you have uh, Joey Votto, you know, all those guys from the Big Red Machine, um, Joe, Joe Morgan, all those guys on that team. And then you have the winners and the champions uh, which, I mean, did you have to have a dream bracket to really call them what they are, the best franchise in the game of baseball? It was the New York Yankees. I mean, you look at the New York Yankees. You look at everything that they had. You look at their rosters. I mean, come on. <laughs> I mean, they had literally, out of their 26-man roster, I swear they had 20, 28 or, or how would they have 28? Out of their 26-man roster, they had at least 22 Hall of Famers. It was ridiculous. I mean, when you look at their team, they had Andy Pennant. They had uh, they had Lefty Gomez. 
They had uh, Sparky Lyle, Goose Gossage, Dave Rigetti, Mariano Rivera. I mean, the list, go- that's just the pitchers. Then you look at their bench players. I mean, Robinson Cano, a fantastic second baseman. He wasn't even starting. Got Roger Maris, um, Bill Dickey. And then you look at their starters, Yogi Berra, Lou Gehrig, Tony Lazari, uh, Alex Rodriguez, Derek Jeter, Mickey Mantle. I mean, this is Murderer's Row, literally, plus Alex Rodriguez and Derek Jeter and Reggie Jackson. <laughs> because they had DiMaggio, they had Ruth. I mean, this team was stacked. And I wasn't surprised that they made it on the on the AL side of the bracket. It, t- it came down to the classic rivalry, which was awesome. Came down to seven games. Boston Red Sox uh, were going against them, and the Yankees would win in seven. And then on the other side of it, it was the showdown between the uh, Dodgers and the Reds, and the Dodgers would actually lose in seven, or I'm sorry, they would lose in six, uh, and the Reds would go to the final. So the Reds and the Yankees, they went at it in this dream bracket, and the Reds actually were leading the series uh, three games to two, and the Yankees would go ahead and win that series in seven in uh, in Yankee Stadium. So uh, the Yankees proved to be the supreme team in the game of baseball. And I don't think that we needed a dream bracket to really, I mean, it was fun. Don't get me wrong. It was, it was really entertaining to watch these games, how they did it in the world series is they actually streamed um, all of the games because some of these uh, series that were played, they only streamed uh, games or the clincher. And if it was a game six, that went to a game seven that they would show Game seven following. So um, that's pretty much how they would do it. But the other ones, uh, you know, this whole series with the the championship series with the Yankees and the Reds, they actually showed every single individual game. Uh, so that was a little bit entertaining too. And like I said, you're sitting there, and this one obviously has uh, commentary. They had Scott Braun, and uh, I, for, I forget who, who the other one was on there. But they were talking about, uh, they're, they're pretty much just doing play-by-play for the dream bracket. It was really entertaining. I liked it. it I enjoyed it. Um, but I'm a baseball nerd, and I actually enjoy video games, so I don't know if it's for everyone. But I would I would uh, suggest, I mean, check, checking out some highlights. See if that's something you want to do. See if that's something that you're into. And then just download uh, out-of-the-park bar- baseball and play it for yourself. It's really entertaining. You can really pass the time. I mean, you'll get done with the game and probably about 30 minutes. So um, it's it's pretty it's pretty fun. And it came down to the Yankees and the Reds. Yankees won in seven, like I said. And you didn't really need the dream bracket for that. I mean, the Yankees, like I said, that, that roster was just bolstered with Hall of Famers. They've won 27 World Series. Was there really any debate? I mean, it was a fun thing to do, fun thing to pass the time. But the end result was still what you thought at the beginning of it with the Yankees winning. So... Um, you know, that, that's it for the dream bracket, nothing else going on there, uh, for out of the ballpark baseball. But if you guys want to download it and get on that and play it, it's, it's pretty entertaining. Like I said, you could just sit, you could literally, you don't even have to do anything. You just set the simulation. You see the pitches come, you see the hits go, you see the dives catch, you see, uh, you know, balls getting robbed at the, at the, at the fence. It's, it's entertaining. I mean, you're looking for entertainment. Obviously, if you don't want to watch 
these um, replays anymore. If you don't, if you ran out of shows to binge watch on Netflix, ran out of uh, Disney Plus content, stuff like that. If you're looking for something to do, could be something fun uh, to pass the time. But on that note, we do have some other things going on to pass the time. And if you're a baseball fan and you're fiending for the sound of the crack of the bat, you know, a ball hitting the glove, just watching some good quality baseball, I would highly recommend the KBO Baseball League, the Korean Baseball uh, Organization. That That is... <sighs> That is really a saving grace in this time. Uh, Korean baseball, if you guys don't know, they started their season uh, this Monday, this past Monday. So they don't play every day, and it's a 10-team league. And, you know, they played 15 games already, and there's already been, uh, I think, close to 30 home runs. So if you're if you're just looking for home runs and you're looking for, you know, uh, that's pretty much what, MLB has become in the over the past years. You look for the long ball. Korean baseball organization is what you should watch. And, you know, they're based out of South Korea. It's a 10 team league. Like I said, not a lot to really dig into. Um, you have 10 teams. Maybe you want to look at these teams, look at their jerseys. Maybe that's how you want to pledge your allegiance. If you want to go ahead and maybe look at um, uh, some, some players. I mean, you might not know a lot of these guys, uh, but you know, it's really entertaining. I mean, it's, it's good quality. It's the highest level of baseball play in South Korea. And obviously we don't have a lot of baseball going on and you're asking, well, how am I going to watch this baseball in, in Korea? How am I going to, how am I going to watch this? Well, actually they're playing the games on ESPN and there's commentary from uh, guys stateside. So they're actually in their living rooms or in their offices, wherever the hell they are, and they're watching these games and they're giving play-by-play and they're talking about the current state of baseball and kind of what the things that Korea is doing to combat uh, coronavirus, COVID-19, and all that kind of stuff. So it's really informative also because if you look at the current state in baseball, you know, we're trying; they're trying to come back. And watching the KBO would be a really good indicator of what you can expect for baseball in 2020. I mean, if you want to stay up late and watch these games, they come on live every day at 2:30 and there's five games each day. You get to see the one the game of the game of the day, right? Um, so you get to see a lot of these a lot of these teams and they just cycle through. So it's 10 teams, five games a day. Um, and it's, it's pretty entertaining. I mean, it's baseball, it's baseball. If you guys want to watch baseball, you have that option. If you don't want to watch it at, at two 30, set your DVR, set, uh, you know, your recordings. If you don't want to record it and you don't have space, they have reruns, uh, throughout the day. I mean, I believe that they start the reruns at noon. So, um, if you don't want to watch it at 1230 or, or at two 30 in the morning, because that that's pretty unreasonable. <laughs> I mean, I don't expect you to stay up that late, but with, with, uh, COVID-19, I mean, all of our sleep schedules are all out of whack. I mean, the other day I literally watched the whole game from two 30 to just about 
4.30 in the morning um, because I had nothing else to do, and I was just wired. I was stuck, and, and my, my sleep schedule was all screwed up. So I was just like, oh, well, Korean baseball's on. Let me go ahead and watch it. I'm not going to record it today because I could just watch it live. So uh, I watched it live, and it was a good game. So I would uh, recommend checking it out. Not at 2.30. I know a lot of you guys you know, probably still going to work. I'm not one of those categories, so I could do whatever the hell I want. But <laughs> if you guys uh, want to record it, Definitely check it out. It's baseball, and it kind of brings some normalcy back to uh, back, back to your life, you know, in, in the form of sports. I mean, with everything else coming back, you know, with NASCAR, I'm going to become like a huge NASCAR fan. I'm going to be able to tell you every single NASCAR driver up up until the May, May 17th. I'm going to do my research, man. I can't tell you. any. The last time I watched a NASCAR race, I mean, I know Danica Patrick, obviously, you know, uh, uh, Dale Earnhardt Jr. and Ann Senior, uh, Jeff Gordon, who else? Some Jimmy Jimmy Stewart. I, I don't. I I, I could have made that name up, <laughs> but but maybe Jimmy Johnson. Uh, no, Jimmy John. Jimmy Johnson's football. I uh, see. I that's as far as my knowledge goes on NASCAR. But I'm gonna be able to tell you everything uh, in the next couple of weeks about NASCAR. I might I might do a a uh, a a podcast specifically. For NASCAR leading up to that race on uh, on the seventeenth of May, so we'll we'll see there. But getting back into Korea with the KBO, the KBO league, they have the 10, 10 teams, and you know the the Kaya Tigers, they've won the most titles, so they're I guess considered the Yankees of the KBO. They won eleven, 11 titles. The most recent was the Dusan Bears. If you guys want to go with them, that was their sixth title. So you can go with them. Those are the those are the two, you know, main teams there. You got the NC Dinos. Um, you also have the Samsung Lions, the LG Twins, the I think it's Loti Giants. That's gonna be my team because I mean the the Giants. How, how can you go wrong there? <laughs> uh, the Kiwoom Heroes, the Kia Tigers, and I believe the manager for the Kia Tigers is Matt Williams uh, from Stateside. He has a lot of pressure there. I, I I'll have to look that up. Who he's the manager of. Um. So and then you have the SK, what we Waverns. I don't know how the hell to say that. They're they're a W. I can go there. I mean, my name my name is Walter, so I can go with the W uh, sign. I remember years and years ago, um, I bought a Washington Nationals hat just for the W. So I will go on logos. I will go on jerseys, and I will go on names. So I we'll see. Who I who I decide to root for um, in in this KBO league? You got the uh, Hanwha Eagles, who you know if you're going on colors, they're they're orange and black, so you can check that out. You got the KT Wiz, um, and that rounds out the 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 ten teams in the KBO. So, like I said, go on, do your research, look at these guys, look up their logos. You might like the Samsung uh, Lions. You know they they have a little bit. They actually look similar to the colors of the Detroit Lions. Uh, so if you want to go on that, the NC Dinos, their colors are somewhat similar to, I would say, the the Brewers somewhat, maybe the Royals actually. Um, so check it out. I mean, it's it's worth it. It's it's worth a shot. You have nothing else going on really if, if, uh, if you have the time. Go ahead and check it out. I mean, it's going to be uh, a, a while before we get baseball back. And then if you want uh, a chance to find out what baseball is going to look like, I mean, 
you know, uh, checking out the KBO isn't a bad idea. And actually, you know, uh, the, the one thing that you probably won't uh, see <laughs> in baseball when it comes back is the cheerleaders. They have cheerleaders um, in, in the KBO. I was watching it, and I was like, okay. I, I, <laughs> I was watching it, and I was like, who the hell's that? Like, I thought they were... Thought there was no fans, and then they showed it, and and it was cheerleaders. They have cheerleaders on top of the uh, the dugouts. I I guess maybe it was a stage area. I, I don't really know where they are in the stadium, but they're out there. They're dancing. Looks like they're doing karaoke. I mean, that thing was it was live. Like I I want to go to Korea like when this is all over and we'll go watch some baseball. Like it, it looks like a fun time. Um, and then that's one thing too. Like, would you guys want? cheerleaders in baseball is that kind of too much i mean we do have like you know spirit squads or whatever you know that toss out the t-shirts and stuff like that uh but you know it's uh it's a little bit different i mean these these are like straight up cheerleaders like they're cheering all game and uh you can hear them during the broadcast so um you guys want to check it out it's really it's it's entertaining it's baseball definitely and then i do have confirmation uh, Matt Williams is the manager of the Kia Tigers, and uh, with that being said, I mean, he has a lot of uh, pressure to bring home that title, being that, you know, that's the Yankees. So imagine that um, being, he's he's managing the team that has 11 titles that are similar to the Yankees, so they have those high expectations, and also he's the highest paid manager over there in the KBO. So uh, it's going to be interesting to see what, uh, how that pans out. So if you're a Matt Williams fan, you can go ahead and root for the Kia Tigers. I mean, you're kind of kind of rooting for the Yankees at the same time too, because that's the Yankees of the KBO. But hey, if you're not if you're a Yankees fan, you might you might like the Tigers. So, um, but that's what's going on in the KBO. And like I said, this all has to do with Major League Baseball. I mean, we talk about baseball, and you know it's a baseball podcast, so it's not only limited to MLB, but clearly in the States, MLB, that's what we talk about. But Korean baseball, they're the first league to come back and play after coronavirus. And, you know, when you look at this, you know, there's been reports that MLB may return in June, uh, in late June, and, um, you know, possibly begin on July 1st. Now, there's been reports, there's been no reports you know, Blake, uh, who was it? Tre- Trevor Bauer came out and he was like, oh, I saw these, I thought I saw these, uh, these rumors going around. Look at my phone, no text messages. Look at my email, no emails. I look at my phone, no notifications. It's like, well, now it's just rumors. Like it's not happening, but there are, there is traction. I mean, someone that is credible in my, in my mind is Ken, Ken Rosenthal he came out and he said that the league plans to provide uh, the Players Association with a 2020 season proposal within a week, so we can get it um, possibly by Monday, maybe even uh, maybe even this Wednesday that's coming up, maybe even sooner. I mean, we'll find out when we find out. Uh, we'll find out. I mean, it says within a week, so it could be at any point. So definitely uh, keep your phone close and um and check in i mean there, it's gonna happen at some point the proposal has kind of already been made uh but there's specifics to it right because 
when you look at the KBO, the KBO, it's a 10-team league, and they're all really close to each other. I mean, the farthest bus ride, because yes, they are taking buses. They're not doing the plane thing. Uh, MLB baseball, I mean, they have private charters and all that kind of stuff, so it could be a little bit different, a little easier um, within that regard. But these teams, they're taking buses from from hotel to hotel. Even when they're at a homestand, they're staying in a hotel. They're pretty much quarantined and not seeing family. That's that's the only way that this is um, going on in Korea. Now, they're traveling by bus. In Major League Baseball, you don't have 10 teams. You have, uh, you have 30 teams. But again, with the current proposal, they have kind of followed the model of the KBO because the KBO has 10 teams, but they've proposed three 10-team divisions, right, based on ge- geography. So um, if they were to take a bus, I mean, I don't know how long a bus ride is from the Bay Area to Houston because the Houston Astros would be included in that division. You know, I don't know how long it's going to take to get to Colorado, but I'm not saying that it's all just going to be buses, but that's what they do in Korea. Obviously, it's a four-hour ride. That's the longest ride. I don't. It's not even four hours from Bay Area to Los Angeles on a bus. So uh, to to Houston, I mean, that's like a couple. That's like a day, you know, at, at the very least, if you're not stopping. So um, I don't think that buses are actually going to be something. I mean, may, obviously, if you're closer, like maybe San Diego to L.A. Um, is going to be a bus ride, so, something like that. But uh, I don't, I don't expect you know from the Bay Area going down to LA a bus ride, or even uh, maybe to LA, but not definitely not to Seattle. I mean, that's not gonna, that's not gonna happen. So um, that's kind of where we're at there. So what are the travel arrangements? What are the housing arrangements? I mean, these are all hurdles that baseball is going to have to go through, and uh, you just follow and you look at the KBO. And you see how they're dealing with it. Obviously, they have certain quarantine uh, to the players. They have the bus thing. And again, it's only 10 teams, so it's not as widespread. It's not as, um, it's not as complex as a 30-team um, MLB season. and Or not season, but MLB um, teams, right? So 30 teams much more than 10 clear. I mean, I don't think I have to say that for you guys to know the difference between 10 and 30. Um, but yeah, so those are some of the hurdles that we can expect, uh, that may be addressed in the new proposal when it comes out next week, what they're going to do. And what's going to happen is this proposal, whatever happens, whatever is brought to the players association, it has to be voted on anon- or not anonymously. It has to be a unanimous vote that everyone is on board. If one person isn't on board, then it isn't going to happen. Um, I mean, m- maybe if it's players, then maybe they just, you know, they're not going to get paid, stuff like that. I don't know the details. I don't know uh, what they're going to do if there's some players that don't want to do it because obviously some players have already came, came out and they've said, you know, well, is it worth it like for us to come back? Like, is it safe? And then some, obviously, the older um, players, if they have families, they don't want to quarantine themselves and stay away from their families. I mean, that's really hard on you, right? That that can, I mean, that's similar to being in prison or being away at war, you know? Uh, and if they don't have to do it, if it's voluntary, they don't have to do it, 
right? It's not like you're getting drafted into a war and it's an involuntary uh, type of deal and you have to go. Like that's it's not that's not the same thing. And uh, not all players are like that. Like you know, like I said, players that have families, they're a lot of them. Some of them are okay, but a lot of them are not. They don't want to do that type of of situation and separate themselves from their kids and their their wives and their families. Some of them are okay with it and great great for them. And a lot of younger players, I mean, they're trying out to get out there and they're trying to get their money. So, I mean, they're just like, all right, well, if it's safe and you say it's safe, well, then let's get this thing going and let me get my cash. You know what I mean? So uh, it's going to be an interesting hurdle for baseball for sure. Uh, but it's going to be really, really fun to find out what, I guess fun isn't the right word, but it's going to be really interesting to see what the league plans to provide as far as a solution and to see if it's uh, voted on um, unanimously, right? Because that's that's what's going to happen, what's going to need to happen uh, for baseball to continue in 2020 sooner rather than later. The July 1st, you know, like I said, I said July 4th. That would be that would be fitting, um, but it's still optimistic. But it's okay to be optimistic in these times. You gotta gotta keep the positive uh, mindset. So if they're going with it and they're trying to do everything that they can to come back sooner rather than later, I'm okay with it as long as it's safe. And again, it has to. Is it worth it? Like if it's not safe for the players, don't put them in that position. That that's just my my idea that's my mindset it's if they're not going to be safe it's not worth it sports can wait because me i'm directly affected by it i work in the industry and you know i want everything to come back as soon as possible but again i don't want to be risking lives too and that's what we have to come to the realization is if we do come back too early and too aggressively that it can hurt more people than help. So uh, hopefully MLB, you know, they don't think about the money aspect and they are definitely uh, going to do everything in their power to make this a right decision and keep everyone's best interest in mind and they make the the right decision. I, I believe that they will make the right decision, but I, I just, that's my mindset is that, you know, the safety of others comes first and sports comes after that. That That's just my hierarchy of that. So uh, that's why I'm going to drop this podcast here. That's all the latest news. Again, check out the Korean Baseball League. Definitely a watch. And you can see kind of how they're playing in these uh, locations. You know, the the quality of play, it's, it's pretty decent. And uh, you can watch, you know, some of them are wearing masks. Some of them aren't. Umpires are all wearing masks. Um, where they're sitting in the dugout, you know, they're playing in front of no fans. They do have the cheerleaders though. So that's kind of, that's kind of, that's kind of different. Um, but go ahead and check it out because I can guarantee you the similar thing that's going on in, uh, in the KBO is what I believe we're going to be seeing in MLB when it comes back. So you guys have a good one. Be safe, stay optimistic, keep a positive headspace. And I promise you, we're all going to get back to normal here and uh, just go, go go ahead and have a beer. I mean, we had Cinco de Mayo recently and, uh, you know, just just turn up, you know, every day Cinco de Mayo now that we're in we're in uh, we're in May right now. So just just go grab a beer and uh, and sit outside. The weather's getting warmer. 
So if you have a pool, I would highly recommend it. If you don't have a pool, just go old school and get a faucet uh, and a hose and just spray it up into the air. Just run into it. It's fun. I did that as a kid. So, <laughs> so you guys have a good one. I appreciate you guys sticking around and listening to the podcast and all the support. You guys have a good one. As always, be safe, be well, and I'll talk to you next time. And, of course, if it's the San Francisco Giants or the Low-T Giants, as always, go Giants.